Welcome to C3 Church, Queens Beach. We believe Jesus Christ gives life to the full and we are called to live it and share it. We pray you enjoyed this message today. Hey, this morning, can we just give it up for our amazing campus pastors, Pastor Nicole and Steve? I love these guys. We're so blessed to have incredible campus pastors here. Um, And so I just want to thank you guys. Thank you for being amazing people. Thank you for being incredible friends to Emily and I and all of us here. Um, I particularly want to thank you for your resilience, your determination to lift us up, lift this church up through every single season. And so thank you guys so much. Thank you for everything you've done in my life. Thank you for uh, letting me speak today. Good opportunity. Uh, Thank you, church, for, yeah, rocking up this morning. Thanks for trusting me with your time, a young whippersnapper like myself. But I believe, I believe this morning is going to be a good morning. I I believe that God wants to speak to every single one of us today, Um, but we have to make a choice. We have to make a choice to to believe that and, and seek for that as well. And so let's do this. Let's do this this morning, and I want to I share something that not many people know about me. Select few people know that I actually, I love aeroplanes. Ooh, and it's so funny because Dom did the whole car thing, so we're doing a big transport kind of a thing this morning. And so everyone's met my wife Emily, and Emily and I, we got married, and we went on a honeymoon, and I may have intentionally... Uh, placed a four-hour layover in Singapore Changi Airport, the number one best airport in the world. And I may or may not have dragged her away for doing shopping and makeup looking at and uh, took her around to all four terminals of that airport. And we looked at beautiful planes, Boeing 777s. It was amazing. Some people in their spare time, they watch Netflix, they watch sports, they watch tutorials on how to do makeup, Emily. (laughs) Me, in my spare time, I watch airplane reviews. (laughs) Some people look at puppy dogs and go, oh, look at that cute puppy dog. Oh, look at that car. Oh, that's a beautiful car. You can confirm with the QB youth team that I'll stop everyone, point to the sky and say, guys, Look at that beautiful Emirates Airbus A380. (laughs) It's true. I may or may not pay a monthly subscription to a radar that tells me every single detail about any plane flying at any moment around the world. And uh, I'm going to show you that this morning, but before we do, let's, uh, let's pray. Why don't you close your eyes and bow your heads. Father God, we, uh, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for A380s around the world. We just pray right now that, God, we, we are serious this morning. We believe that this is no ordinary morning. Now, Holy Spirit, you are welcome in this place. So, Father, we surrender this morning to you. Come and speak to us. We pray this in your name. Amen. And so our amazing... Oh, look at that. It's already up. Our amazing AV team have prepared our flight radar 42, was it 24? 24. And in particular, the one I want to show you today is these natural air pockets, right? It's getting worse and worse, hey? Uh, Called the Pacific Tracks. And you see those green lines, and this is live right now. That's all those aeroplanes, patterns flying right behind one another. And these 
uh, Pacific tracks. They're a collection of pathways of jet streams uh, for pilots to cross the Pacific Ocean to get to their destination. Uh, it's so fascinating. I just want to look at it right now. Um, and so, yeah, these are a variety of jet streams that pilots find before taking off. They continually assess throughout their flight. And these uh, jet streams, they protect protect the pilot and the plane from weather. Uh, it makes travel time even faster, beautiful, uh, because of tailwinds up in the air. It's a lot easier to travel in. It guides the plane through to their destination, um, and it helps with fuel. They don't have to use as much fuel while they're flying during these tracks. But these Pacific tracks, they're invisible. Uh, they, can get, they can be felt. They move massive aircrafts in the air. Um, and there's a lot of power in these things, but we can't see them. Yeah. And the, the Holy Spirit in our lives, we can't see him. We can't see him, yeah. <laughs> but we can feel him. He, he is powerful and he guides us throughout our journey that we called life. And I want to tell you this morning that the, the world throws at you all types of turbulence, hey? <laughs> Problems come about, but... Just like these planes, God has a Pacific track in your life. He has a journey and a destination He is calling you to. And as I was preparing this message, I thought of these tracks, not just because I'm a nerd, but <laughs> because I want to tell you this morning that God has prepared for us a life to the full. That we may not fully see it right now, but God has already given us the tools, the instruments to discover everything he is calling us to and everything he wants to reveal to us in our life. Life can be a little bit like a vortex, hey. It just, time just goes by so fast. It's so easy for us just to slip into a mediocre life and fit into the world around us. Um, we can even say to ourselves, hey, hey, God's real, but he doesn't have this calling. He doesn't have this plan for my life. Or, or even, hey, my time's up. There's nothing left for me. Or even I'm not worthy enough to live this kind of life. Isaiah 12, 2. Behold, God is my salvation. I will trust and will not be afraid for the Lord God is my strength and my song. And he has become my salvation. And though we may not see where the Holy Spirit is taking us, we need to trust the tools and instruments God has already given us. And uh, this leads me to my first point this morning. Trust what has already been given to you. Easier said than done, hey. <laughs> but this morning, I want to tell you, this isn't new. These discouragements that come our way have been happening from the very beginning. We read in the Bible thousands of years of people experiencing problems and similar to the stuff that we come up against. Take David, for example. Let's read Psalm 13. It says this, Long enough, God, you've ignored me long enough. I've looked at the back of your head long enough. Long enough I've carried this ton of trouble, lived with a stomach full of pain. Long enough my arrogant enemies have looked down their noses at me. Pretty relatable, hey? I can remember so many times where I'm going, God, why have you done this to me? God, why has this happened? Why are you not doing anything? But then David, in this psalm, he changes his tone. 
And we read on in verse 3, it says, Take a good look at me. God, my God, I want to look life in the eye so no enemy can get the best of me or laugh when I fall on my face. I've thrown myself headlong into your arms. I'm celebrating your rescue. I'm singing at the top of my lungs. I'm so full of answered prayers. And I love how real David is in this psalm with God. And I believe God wants this this way with us. Not just to accept, hey, I'm not good enough. I'm too old for this. I'm too young for this. But he, wants, he doesn't want us to just shut him out. It's better for us to complain to him than not to talk to him at all. But just like David, we need to fight for that truth. We need to fight for what God has placed in our lives. Being like, hey, God, you know that life to the full you were talking about? I declare today that today is a new day. I declare that no more just being another number. I declare those thoughts of the enemy gone in Jesus' name. And I stand in faith, believing in what your salvation through Jesus unlocks for me. Yeah. You know, time and time again, I experience the the enemy trying to pull me down. Thoughts, even Preparing for this message, thoughts of, you're not good enough to do this. You can't do this. And I have this thing in my phone, I call it the think space, and I write all these thoughts in my phone. And I want to share these with you, a couple, not all of them, oh gosh, just a a couple with you this morning. (laughs) This is what I said. Why do I feel like I don't deserve anything good? Why do I feel like God is disappointed in me? Why do I feel like nobody likes me? Why do I feel like I'm going to fail? But we need to believe that we are more than conquerors, that through the salvation of Jesus, and just like David, we have to fight for this. Just with these thoughts that I put in my phone, I get scripture and I put them next to them that tell me that is wrong, that's a wrong thought. And refocuses my eyes back on Jesus. You know, these thoughts that come up against us, the enemy does this because that's all that he can do. Jesus has already won the battle. Jesus has already died on that cross for your freedom. But we need to live in that truth. Something really cool about the Pacific Tracks is, as I said before, how it guides us and cuts time significantly. Wouldn't that be great? In the same way, the Holy Spirit guides us throughout our life. The Holy Spirit speaks to us, moves through us, and is also grows us significantly. Because when we are in Christ and we have the Holy Spirit within us, we are shaped and molded to be the best person we can be. But when we are not on track, we can get caught up by worldly words spoken over us. We can get caught up by expectations that are not of God's. We can get influenced to live and be a person we are not. We try and seek for love and satisfaction in easy ways that only focuses on the now and not tomorrow. Hear this. This is what Proverbs 9, 4 says. Whoever is simple, let him turn in here. To him who lacks sense, she says, come and eat of my bread and drink of the wine I have mixed. Leave your simple ways and live and walk in the way of insight. And I believe that God wants to fill those who say they're just simple people 
who are just another number because none of us are just people. Every single one of us is a child of God, not greater than one another. It later says in Proverbs 9.10, The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One, Holy one is insight. For by me your days will be multiplied, and years will be added to your life. If you are wise, you are wise for yourself. If you scoff, you alone will bear. Someone that we read about in the Bible who got caught up with the world, got influenced so much that he believed that Christianity was a hoax. And this guy was called Saul. He was so convinced that Jesus wasn't who he said he was that he, he tried to stop Christians. He used to persecute them, to harm them, to put them in jail. But there was this one time that Saul, he was cruising along on his way to Damascus to do some hardcore persecuting, and boom, this light surrounded him, and a voice spoke to him, and it said this, Saul, Saul, why are you persecuting me? And Saul was like, who are you? Lord? God? The voice replied, saying, I am Jesus whom you are persecuting. Then Jesus said to him, get up. Go to Damascus, and there you will be told what to do next. But Saul was blinded. But you see, even though that Saul was blind, he could see more clearly than he had ever been. Because what he heard, what was in his heart, was far greater and the real truth than what the world had shown him. He later then arrived to Damascus where he met a disciple of Jesus called Ananias who placed his hands on Saul's eyes. And it says in the Bible, like scales fell off of him and he regained his sight. And immediately he got up and proclaimed Jesus as Lord. And Saul, he went on to become an amazing apostle and evangelist that we read about today in our Bibles. Romans 12.2 says this, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. And these Pacific tracks, they provide protection for the pilots. In Hawaii, due to a subtropical jet stream directly above the island, Whenever hurricanes come and hit Hawaii, it says that it, the hurricanes dissipate. And I want to tell you this morning that when, when circumstances come up in your life, as we step out in faith, as we step out in the Spirit, just as these hurricanes dissipate, so do the plans of the enemy. And as the Holy Spirit is in our, our life, He makes us greater. He guides us to what we are called to do. He helps us when it feels like too much. That when you feel like you want to give up and you're running on fumes, the Holy Spirit, He fills us afresh and fuels us to go again. Who knows when hopping on an airplane, they do a demonstration to help you out if you're ever in danger or if they need to do an emergency landing. Let's be real. Who really pays attention to this? I struggle to. I'm either looking out the window, looking at all the other aeroplanes, or I'm looking at the menu that I'm going to eat later on that flight. <laughs> you know, sometimes we can be a bit like this in our Christian walk. 
we hear how we can further ourselves or get ourselves out of bad situations, but never really give 100% until it becomes useful in our present time. We have to ask ourselves, are we really preparing ourselves using what has been given to us to live a life to the full that God has called us to? Are we protecting ourselves from what life throws at us? Or are we just looking for a solution from God when a trouble comes up? See, these pilots, they don't just hop on the plane and fly off, but they do study. They search their charts to find these specific tracks. And just as these pilots use their instruments to seek these specific tracks, these jet streams, God has placed in us and given us tools and instruments, but we need to use them. We need to grab a hold of this now, to position ourselves right now, to push through any circumstance and step into the plans that God has for us. And these tools, these, these instruments can look like such as the Bible that speaks truth over our lives, that can be used to fight against those words that bring us down, just like I did with those in the think space. We also have this amazing gift of prayer to communicate with our Lord and ask uh, and for Him to speak to us as well. But we can also declare this over other people's lives and ourselves. We also have been given beautiful people. Most beautiful people are at QB, am I right? <laughs> Leaders above us to encourage us, speak into our life, correct us, mentor us, and point us back to who we truly are. But we need to open our hearts to receive all these things. We need to intentionalize opening that Bible, starting that prayer, and reaching out to that person. We also need to trust in ourselves. We need to let God speak to us and shape us and believe that we don't need to be this perfect person. We don't need to ticks, tick these boxes to step into the calling that he has for us. But we need to remember of the love that has been given to us, a love that gave it all, a love that led Jesus Christ to die on the cross for you and I. And these things in the world will come and go, but nothing can separate us from the love of Christ. And rather than get complacent, we need to reposition ourselves continually into the path that God has designed us to live in. My second point this morning, step into what you are called to do. Could I please have the band up? Proverbs 3, 3 to 6 says, Let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will have find favor and good success in the sight of God and man. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. As this scripture says, let not steadfast love and faithfulness forsake you. It's up to us if we let him in. It's up to us if we continue letting God be faithful. Galatians 5.1 says, Christ has set us free to live a free life. So take your stand. Never again let anyone put a harness of slavery on you. Just because we can't see what God is doing for us right now doesn't mean it's not there. 
God always fulfills his promises. He said, I will never leave you or forsake you. So don't be fearful. Don't worry about stepping out a little. Don't be fearful to bind these things around your neck. Hold tight to the promises God has given you. Be unashamed of him and what he has done and what he is going to do in your life. Don't be fearful of rejection of what others would think. Because as you find favor with God, that's all that matters. As we do, others will see Christ through you. Stepping into God's calling is kind of like a baby trying to walk. If you can picture two parents sitting apart, encouraging their baby to walk to one parent to the other. There are times where things go smoothly. It's exciting. It's great. The baby's walking. But there's also times in which there is challenges, stumbling, frustration, and misunderstanding. You know, we have this privilege of walking down this journey, on this calling. And great times come from walking down this path. There's a risk, though, a risk of falling. But sometimes we can think that falling means failing. But there is not failure in the falling. But it's only if we don't get back up. You know, there is learning and growing in the fall. Every difficulty that you come up against is an opportunity, an opportunity to test yourself and trust in your God. When a baby falls, their parents encourage them to get back up, encourages them that it is okay, that they can do it. Church, let's be those people. And today I declare over you that where you feel like you are not good enough, where fear stops you from stepping out in that calling, where fear stops you from giving your all, that through Jesus Christ you are good enough, that fear I believe is gone in Jesus' name, that he will never leave you or forsake you. And today you step into a new day, but we need to make a choice. Only you can decide if you receive that freedom or not. Why don't you stand this morning, church? If you feel comfortable, why don't you lift your hands and close your eyes? We have to ask ourselves, have we received that freedom? Have you let that Holy Spirit in that part of your life? And right now, I want us to take a moment just to surrender those things to Him. Just to say under your breath or in your mind, Jesus, I surrender this to you. Jesus, I surrender fear of man to you. Jesus, I surrender my future to you. Jesus, we give it to you today. Father, we believe that the Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. We believe that It's the same spirit that moved throughout the Bible that did miracles and wonders that lives today. And the God speaks to us and I I believe that God is giving us words and visions of what our future would hold. And right now I feel to just pray for Yolandi, if that's okay. And I want to invite you just to come to the front right now. We're going to pray together, church, and you can lift up your hands towards her as we pray. So as I was preparing this week, you came into 
my mind. <laughs> and I just had this thought that God has this new release of creativity over your, over your life. That where you may feel like second-guessing second yourself, where you feel like you have to be that person in the background. I believe that God wants to outpour a new sense of creativity and unlock a new gifting in your heart where as you step out, there would be such power. And I see great peace and safety when you speak to people, when you're around people. And I believe that as you reach out, as you pray for other people, that walls would fall down. And so, Father, we pray right now, in Jesus' name, that, Father, you would unlock the giftings in her heart. That, Father, you would come and touch her afresh, in Jesus' name. Thank you, Jesus. And Pastor Eden... You're a beautiful person. And I believe that God wants to show that and reveal that to you more and more. You are an incredible person. That your father looks at you and says, Here is my daughter that I am well pleased. And I saw this, <laughs> this you just on this tightrope juggling all these things. But I saw this foundation coming underneath that tightrope. That there is a strength and a foundation coming upon you today. There is a peace coming over your mind where you may feel like, just as I had those thoughts, am I good enough? I believe today that you are anointed, you are called, and that there are big things coming. And so, Father God, Holy Spirit, I pray a peace to come over her, a strength, Father God, that she is called, she is anointed. And that, Father, as she steps out, Lord God, that you would, you would bless those steps. I pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen. Thanks so much for joining us today on this podcast. We encourage you to let this word further help you live and share the life to the full that Jesus gives. If you want to check out more of our upcoming events, service times, locations, or to give online, head to c3hh.com.au forward slash give.